What's up, fuckers? How you doing? What the fuck's going on? It's Clay. It's the most okayest podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I've got a new episode for you. First time in a long time. Thanks for bearing with me, following me on Twitter at mustokayspod. That's where it's at, man. That's really where it's at. Um, I'm really excited about this one because my good buddy Ryan Snow was published in the USA Today, uh, at least uh, sections of his email that he sent to the Oklahoma State University Athletic Director, Mike Holder, were published along with a couple of snippets of email responses from uh, bigwigs at the school to that email. So looking forward to letting you guys in on this conversation we had with uh, my buddy and his newfound fame. It came out in the papers, I believe it was last Thursday, and uh, it's it's been very exciting for him. He had a lot of family and friends reaching out, making sure that it was in fact him. And yeah, so he's got a little bit of notoriety. So we're going to cash in on his 15 minutes of fame here and uh, let you guys hear the conversation that we uh, shared over a virtual, uh, you know, happy hour that ended uh, probably at about midnight or so, uh, Oklahoma time. So uh, without further ado, here is my conversation with Ryan. Uh, we kind of bounce around, but that's what we do, uh, being the best friends that we are for as many years as we have been. So enjoy the show, guys, and I'll catch up with you on the backside. Hey, what's everybody? We've got a special episode. This is actually going to be kind of the return to form episode. It's been a long time since uh, the Most OKS podcast has dropped anything new on you, but we couldn't have come back at a better time. I've got a special guest with me. You've had him on here before. You've heard him. His name is Ryan Snow. It's my best friend from Florida. He actually made national news today, and uh, that's kind of what we're going to talk about, kind of just see where uh, the conversation leads. But Ryan, good to uh, good to talk with you, buddy. How how does it feel the newfound fame? Uh, hey man, um, I don't know. It's not really was intended. So, <laughs> well, um, I guess that that is one way to look at it. I guess the to kind of set the scene here, I'm going to let you fill in the blanks. But it was uh, around the time that Nike dropped the Colin Kaepernick uh, advertisement that ever got everyone talking, and he is now the face of Nike. And it was an interesting time for them to drop the episode given, or excuse me, drop the commercial, given that Nike is the official uniform and clothing partner of the NFL. They were coming to the end of a very successful business quarter, given all the um, national anthem protesting conversation that is still fucking going on. It was brought to light, I think, that, um, you know, there are collegiate entities that use Nike as well that probably have some people that want to weigh in on why Nike is, uh, I guess you could argue, siding with uh, Colin Kaepernick and giving him a, a platform to uh, to talk about why he is doing what he's doing in a kind of a, a roundabout way. Why don't you tell me, like, what, uh, you wrote an email, and what kind of decided, what, what triggered you to decide to write this email? Who did you send it to? Uh, what was the context of it? And we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll build on how you made it into USA Today from there. I guess it was after Labor Day weekend when the commercial dropped. I had seen some, uh, the Oklahoma State Athletic page had actually posted a, a picture of Mike Gundy. And then I read some comments that people were talking about, oh, we got to dump Nike and all this stuff. And I thought, that this is just ridiculous. So where did you I see the comments? Some, where did you see those comments? I'm sorry? Where did you see the comments like dump Nike? Was that just, you know, on Facebook? Oh, just on Facebook. Yeah, just like underneath the picture, people were like, oh, man, we got to get rid of this Nike stuff. Nike's terrible, yada, yada, yada. 
So uh, I just thought to myself, this is ridiculous. So I wrote an email to Mike Holder, who's the athletic director, and I basically said, hey, I'm, I'm sure you're hearing a lot of complaints about our deal with Nike, um, but it's 17 to 18-year-old kids that are really the target of this thing, and they're not offended by this ad. In fact, they're probably like stoked for it that they've got them behind them. And so... Being, us being in Nike school means that, like you know we kind of stay behind them too. I was like, it's really it's about the recruits. It's not about the old white men in the stands. And uh, and I sent it and I didn't think anything of it. And then I woke up this morning and apparently I had made some news. <laughs> to say the least, man. To say the least, it's probably the last place you were expecting uh, your name and uh, you know an excerpt of your email uh, to be published. But it seemed like it was quite a lengthy article that uh, USA Today had put together that was um, addressing uh, the Nike uh, fallout, such as it is, even even now, even after Labor Day, which was, you know, a couple months ago. But, okay, uh, getting back to it, Ryan, um, you know, you were writing an email just kind of to Mike Holder, the athletic director at Oklahoma State University, really just kind of stating your feelings and why we should not try to break away from Nike, uh, that we should let the players kind of have their, I guess, their say in the matter. Is that fair to say? Well, you know, I think I kind of, I don't know, maybe I was almost thinking it would just be great to hear him say, we're not going to do anything about Nike. Like, we're just, that's who we're with. You know, the recruits talking about the uniform combinations, that we, that's what we, like, brand ourselves on. And everybody likes it, so that's what, that's what we're doing. So, yeah, I just kind of thought to myself, I just want to get that point across. Like, listen, I mean, don't worry about what these people are sitting here saying. The people that really matter are the ones that are playing on the field so that's true and you know i think you and i would agree that if there were anything to happen with as far as people not giving their dollars to the university somebody else would step in and take their place you know somebody else would be buying season oh. tickets somebody else would be buying merchandise and you know you're really not going to oh, be absolutely right and i think that this is all uh, again, kind of correlated to the fact that Kaepernick was the guy who was taking a knee during the national anthem and that whole conversation, which we've talked about before, got hijacked as far as what the message and the intent of it was. Granted, Kaepernick was a little bit ill-informed about things and made himself look not so great when he you know, stepped out onto the field and he had those um, the socks with the uh, pigs dressed up as uh, police officers So, but it's interesting to see that even now this guy hasn't played in a couple of years and still hasn't been signed to an NFL team not even in a backup quarterback capacity and one of his teammates Eric Reed was just signed by the Carolina Panthers recently and Colin Kaepernick is the face of a Nike advertising campaign now so you uh you, you kind of latched onto that and said, yeah, this is uh, this is good. Players that are coming to this university are probably not going to have this this issue with it. And we shouldn't be dumping Nike contrary to what other people might be emailing you. So I guess you uh, you finished this email and didn't think much of it. And then suddenly you, you wake up today and you have a fraternity brother that's yeah. uh, messaging you about this. What, what was that? What was that like? What happened there? Oh, yeah. So. I woke up to this um, Facebook Messenger message from a fraternity brother I hadn't talked to in a very long time. And he said, hey, I read a USA Today article. I noticed this quote, and it was, was this you? Check it out. And I looked, sure enough, it was right there in the USA Today, and my jaw just like kind of dropped. I was like, holy cow, that, that's crazy. 
you're like, those are my words right so, there. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I didn't realize it, and I didn't realize it was going to have the impact that it did because apparently my caller forwarded it to the president and to other people like high up there. Yeah, he's he forwarded so it to it was, uh, Burns Hargis, the president of Oklahoma State University, and then I guess their general counsel attorney uh, Gary Clark. That's uh, those are the two that you that you're aware of, right? Yeah, and then uh, Jared Weiberg. Uh, oh yeah. Also. Oh yeah. The, the deputy AD. That's correct. You're right. It was. Uh, <laughs> I just thought that was pretty interesting, and I also thought it was interesting that I was the only one that was positive towards Nike, as opposed to everybody else that they portrayed in the article. It's just I don't know. I've been getting a lot of messages all day from people, and they're all like, "Wow, way to go, man! You just saying what we all want to say." No doubt about it, dude. I mean, you've got to sit there and think for not even like a half second, like, you know, this is, uh, this is crazy. And then you try to like move past it, but you keep going back to like, oh my God, you know, this is, this is real. I'm, I'm sure the mainstream media is going to come knocking at your door tomorrow. Maybe somebody <laughs> from News OK, uh, the Oklahoma City paper will probably come to you. The, uh, uh, that is the Oklahoman uh, based out of Oklahoma City. But, you know, first interviews come from right here, right, right at the Most, most OK podcast, man. It's pretty bizarre. I, I don't know, man. I'm not trying to make this a big deal, but it was just—it's just fun to kind of talk about it with you and get it out there. It's kind of why I even like sent the email in the first place. Well, no, I was but- honestly laying in my daughter's bedroom while I was putting her to bed when I wrote the email on my phone and sent it. So, like I said, I didn't really think too much of it. I just thought, well, I'm just gonna send this because it needs to be sent. But we're not gonna do anything. Just tell everybody to shut up. Right. Right. I, like you said, you've been receiving a lot of messages. Have you received anybody that was um, disappointed or upset with you for the revelation that, you know, you had sent this email in the first place? I haven't seen anything yet. Uh, I'm sure that I'm getting obliterated on the comment sections of those um, News OK articles. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's somebody. The comment section is the, like the, the cesspool. The uh, It's the hell of the Internet. No doubt about it. Yeah, luckily, since I don't subscribe, I can't see that. So I'm like, whatever. But uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm getting destroyed on there. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you've got to pay to play to get on that thing. It's it's pretty sweet that you know, you know here you are, just kind of, your intentions were just basically to communicate your feelings on the issue. And here we are, I'm sure a lot of people that wanted to say that and didn't take the time to write an email. And as you and I, um, you know, both know, it is the tendency of uh, athletic director Mike Holder to respond to pretty much every email, uh, even if it's only just a couple of sentences. He's usually pretty good about getting back in touch with people that communicate with him. Uh, even negative articles, because I the negative emails, because I definitely was uh, not a pleasant emailer when Brad Underwood's situation happened. So, uh, but he was quite courteous in his response to that. So, <laughs> yeah, Brad Underwood, being a uh, former Oklahoma State men's basketball coach, that uh, jilted the university and left for the University of Illinois after uh, just one very uh, unprecedented and uh, quite unpredictable season as far as you know success goes on the court. So you're right. I think that Mike Holder is generally. He's good at receiving criticism now. He's been on the job for a while. I think his skin has gotten a little bit thicker. It's good to see that, you know, he did take that email that you sent him and forwarded it on to people that, you know, matter. But I did find it interesting that in, you know, his forwarding of the note, he chose an attorney. I didn't understand why that was necessary. Um, It wasn't really relevant to the athletic program itself. So... I 
don't. I mean, I, the the writer of the article, their their name escapes me right now. They did say that it seemed like it was a light-hearted response, even though there was a smiley face emoji. It would seem. I guess that was all. All this was obtained through a Freedom of Information uh, Act request that the media put out there, um, just because they're kind of taking the temperature of college programs around the country that uh, do have Nike affiliations. I just found it really interesting that uh, an old ass white man in the stands knows how to use a smiley emoji in an email. I know, right? I, I'm not sure what to think of that, but, but I'm just going to take it as a lighthearted um, fun for now. So, <laughs> no kidding, man. No kidding. I mean, you're not a crusader by any means. You didn't wake up and, or, excuse me, like lay down and start typing that email and say, by God, this fucking thing is going to burn the whole building to the fucking ground nothing like that so it's pretty cool that somebody that is very close to me is um you know just it's not the first time anybody i know has written to mike holder about this stuff it's just the first time that the uh repercussions of the email ended up in a uh, nationally circulated publication yeah i know it's just wild (laughs) i feel like i've been saying wild a lot because i'm still just blown away by how this has kind of just happened no no kidding man i I think that that is that's the simplest way to put it well we've kind of we've kind of beaten on this one for a little bit what do you um now with this all kind of being out there what would you like to see happen uh if i mean i think you may know better than i has osu come out and issued any sort of statement Uh, i mean especially after the uh, Kaepernick ad debuted. Has there been any formal statement that you're aware of from the university about about Nike and the affiliation that the university has with? Uh, oh no, I haven't seen anything. Okay. No, I, I had not seen anything myself, so I wasn't sure. I just thought it was like today was the first time that I had seen that, and I didn't know if this was um, like you know just another domino to fall in the you know process of uh, kind of addressing what if you want to call it an issue you can but I think it's just addressing the uh, the events that have happened with uh, with Kaepernick now being yeah I mean he's a polarizing uh, figure yeah. but here we are very polarizing figure for sure and I think you know there's just a there's a group of people that are getting a twisted message that aren't really uh, <clears throat> hearing the right thing so they're just putting their voices out there too so I don't know sometimes you just have to See what you feel. No doubt, buddy. No doubt. That brings us to more um, things you can really kind of put your uh, put your fingers on the pulse of um, that are relative to the football program. Mike Gundy recently uh, banned the media from talking to his uh, football players um, because he was a little pissed off, I guess, about the uh, questions regarding Jalen McCleskey transferring. In the middle of the season, yeah, I heard that. yeah, which is, I mean, um, he was one of the top returning wide receivers for the team, and then he just abruptly announced that his intention to transfer, and he was leaving the team immediately. So, uh, a lot of interesting things surrounding the athletic program as a whole. And I, I didn't know, like, do you have any thoughts on that? I, I know that it might be you're in you're in Florida, so you just kind of get this stuff on um, maybe a message board or maybe just you know reading. ESPN articles, things like that. But what do you uh, what do you make of that? Is there any any rhyme or reason to it? I mean, why would Gundy and you know feel so compelled to shut everyone out? 
I mean, it's it's just a transfer. This happens all the time at big time football programs. Why is this such a big deal? You know, I don't know. It's weird because it's the first time. You know, it's this new redshirt rule. So he played in the four games. He hadn't used a redshirt, so he was able to use it, and now he can transfer. So in a sense, you gotta feel like he kind of like quit on his, on his on his teammates. Yeah. Even though he. I don't know. So it's, I feel like it's just kind of an odd situation to even just for those players to be in. And asking them questions, you know, the media wants to ask them that, but maybe they're just not really comfortable answering it either. And I can see both sides of it. I know the media is like, we need to know, we need to know because it's our right to have this information. And Gundy at the same time would be like, look, I don't think they're really comfortable talking about it, so let's just not ask about it. So I don't know. But like I said, it's, it's hard coming to look at it from a distant observer's perspective because you know here in florida and i'm only seeing like you know what i see on blogs and well, whatnot no no doubt about that man and i guess the only thing you can see down there right now is that it's a miami miami and uh florida state week so that's uh that's usually it is? that's a big thing down there <laughs> I didn't even know that was this weekend. Oh, well, shit, man. I guess Orlando isn't paying much attention. I didn't... Uh, you are kind of at the uh, halfway marker of the peninsula state of Florida. I, what kind of uh, college football news is focused uh, in your market? Is it UCF? Oh, oh yeah, for sure. I it's mean... definitely UCF around here. Well, and then, you know, the Gators, because they're just up north. And they, I mean, it's all, it's all four of them, but it's definitely a UCF focus. Well, and rightfully so, they're still probably one of the best football programs right now in Florida. Um, Scott Frost leaves to go to Nebraska, still hasn't won a football game. Uh, Shaquem Griffin is still balling out in the NFL with one hand. And, uh, man, it's just, if they can get everything going, I'd I'd love to see them, um, you know, get back into uh, major bowl contention. I, I do think that they are the de facto national champions from last season, undefeated and whatnot. Alabama didn't win their conference. Nick Saban says you have to win your conference to get in that final four. Lo and behold, he found his way in there without winning it and uh, got to hold up the trophy. And now that guy's got a fucking quarterback. Imagine what they're going to do this year. I mean, uh, they're putting a video game like that, man. And I guess uh, Saban still can't be happy at any given point because he was complaining about the lack of uh, students that showed up to the game against. University of Louisiana at Lafayette, of Lafayette, when they just, oh yeah they were blowing them out early into the game, and you know students weren't there for that. But students don't want to do that; they want to go and tailgate <laughs> when they know that everything's yeah. under control. Why why bother sticking around? I think it was like fifty nothing in like the first quarter. So yeah, well you know what? It's just another disconnect with a, a younger generation from an older white male. <laughs> you know. And, <laughs> That's all. That's all this is. I think that um, we're looking at a very, we're looking at a tipping point here in this country. I mean, everything is so fucked up. Uh, whether you look at, you know, college athletics, politics, personal relationships, I think everything is kind of just up, up in the air, as it were. What a, what a time to be alive, really. We're we're looking at a very very interesting time. We're about to have a guy who has uh, had no sense of decorum, and no sense of. Uh, keeping his composure that's about to receive a lifetime appointment to the highest court in the United States granted there was no corroborative evidence of uh, any sexual assault that has been uh, laid against him uh, from multiple accusers I this guy is I just read that uh, Senator Mitch McConnell had issued a vote for cloture to vote to go ahead and move for the confirmation of uh, 
Brett Kavanaugh tomorrow, and then the vote for the confirmation itself would occur on Saturday. So we're going to wake up um, on Sunday and probably have, um, you know, not one but two people that are sitting on the Supreme Court that have been plagued with, you know, sexual harassment and or sexual harassment or assault allegations hanging over their head. Boy, Donald Trump came in at a good time because he got to appoint two very, uh, very right-leaning guys to uh, to the high court, and I'm sure that all these, this is all going to, you know, play itself out as it will, and maybe with uh, football being a thing that Donald Trump likes to talk about as as regarding our initial topic, you know, Kaepernick. I'm just, I'm, I'm not really sure where we go from here, but it, every day is an adventure. I agree. It's just... <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I've never been cynical about the state of this country in my entire life. I feel like just nothing matters anymore at this point. Nothing matters. No, I mean, you, you have senators that go on, you know, CNN now, and they basically just say, if you don't like, you know, the way that I work with Donald Trump, then I don't really give a shit. Uh, Lindsey Graham said that. And, you know, he's just a single old man from uh, the Carolinas. Uh, I'm, 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 no way. He's so... Well, yeah, yeah, and he is very annoyed, and I'm pretty sure he's single for a reason. I think that, you know, he just, there's nothing wrong with it. He may just prefer the company of men rather than women, and that's fine. I just think that, you know, his, uh, he, he's, he's for sale, and, uh, it's, it's, it's sad to see that he is, um, he's, he's taking the Trump cue and going with just insulting people. Trump obviously is being himself, you know, we saw that earlier, uh, this week. He, uh, was less than respectful of a female reporter trying to ask or uh, being acknowledged to ask a question at a press conference in the Rose Garden at the White House. Man, stuff like that just makes me want to jump through the television screen and beat the shit out of the guy. Republicans in the past had, were so pissed off at Obama saying that he wasn't acting presidential at multiple times. And yeah, because he wore a tan suit one time and then he liked the fancy mustard. Just, just for it, yes. As an example, that's 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 what I'm talking about. But it is those are two of his biggest scandals. Two. And we wake up every day and we are just wondering what the fuck is this guy going to tweet out? It's nothing new every day, and yeah. then if nothing else matters, I don't know. <laughs> Blows my mind, dude. Blows my mind. No, I, I'm not sure where, where that's going to leave us, but I'm, all of the stuff I will say that's been happening in light of the Kavanaugh hearings and whatnot. It's been very bad for Democrats because the way that they have played their cards in this, they had almost a double-digit lead in a lot of key uh, districts that are up for re-election or, or just plain election because people are stepping down in November, both uh, in the Senate and in Congress. And the way that everything's played out, that that deficit has been halved in most cases. So Democrats need to get their shit together. They need to start, quit trying to be martyrs, and they need to get, they just need to figure out a solid message because they're just going to keep handing this thing back to the right because those fucking, those fucking quote unquote deplorables, they're going to come out to the polls and numbers, and Democrats, I think, are go, going to do the same. I'm just not sure that's going to be enough. I mean, if, if the, we've got a third of the Senate up for re election every two years. Uh, the House uh, also every two years up for re-election, so I don't know, man. Uh, I, I don't want to trust the 538.com too much because they completely blew the predictions on uh, 2016 as far as the presidential election goes, but 
yeah. They're uh, they're they're showing that everything is starting to swing, uh, not entirely back over to the right, uh, to the Republican side, but it certainly is becoming a um, much much thinner margin uh, of prediction for a victory for uh, for Democrats. It's it's going to be uh, a toss up in most cases. It's a much more disturbing trend. Yo, no shit. No shit, man. I mean, basically, what we're seeing is, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're talking in a United States Supreme Court confirmation hearing about find them, finger them, fuck them, and forget them. You know, we're talking about a high school yearbook, you know, like scribbled quote for a person that's up for confirmation into the United States Supreme Court. I mean... This is, I don't know if you've seen the video, but I just keep hearing the, the, the song in my head. It's This is America by Childish Gambino, and uh, also known as uh, uh, Donald Glover. It's, I mean, this is America. We are, we are, we are in a weird fucking place. Sorry. You know, I, I kind of black out when I get into this politics wormhole, and people don't want to hear it. <laughs> People don't want to hear this shit sometimes, but I mean, like, it's, I just feel like people need to at least pay some attention because it's so easy to get fatigued, but it's so much more important to actually pay attention. So. Oh, I agree. Like I said, I'm cynical about it, but I'm still trying to keep myself informed of everything that's going on. So. Same. Same. (laughs) I think what they're trying to pull on us, you know? So. No shit, man. No shit. Well, uh, listen, man. I, I know we've. Uh, I know you got some more work to do. I've got to get myself uh, to bed. I, I I admire you just staying up this late, being on the East Coast. We're recording this uh, just kind of off the cuff and late at night. Um, but I'm I'm glad that we got to get you on here, and I'm gonna get this out and cleaned up and released as quick as I can. And um, man, it, it was just it's so good to so good to talk with you as always. And uh, again, I'm proud of you for sending that email. I'm very impressed with, you know, your candor. You were very diplomatic. You uh, pointed out that there are there is a, you know, a demographic that is probably gonna give Mike Holder and the rest of the university hell about their association with Nike. But you, um, you know, you really put yourself out on a limb, and you know, um, the, the feedback thus far has been generally positive. And so, just good on you buddy I'm, I, I love you and I'm, I'm I'm grateful for you saying what you said ah thanks man and I think you know out of all that I think I even used a semicolon correctly so you know what I don't think a lot of people knew especially the old white men in the stands that are more into oil than they are into gr- grammatical you know errors <laughs> oh I'm sure but I just laughed at myself because I thought I think I even used that right so good job yay <laughs> yeah, well, I loved seeing it because I was like, you know, rarely do you see someone in a email, you know, you know, you know, hear my feelings type, you know, format use uh, semicolon correctly. <laughs> so good on you, dude. Good on you. <laughs> I could have just been all caps, just like mashing at the keyboard. Oh, oh no, no, no! See, everybody would know that was just Trump, you know, writing in on a burner email account. So you, you did, you did the right thing. You put your name oh, on it. Sure. You put your name on it. All right, dude. <laughs> absolutely, what? absolutely. Well, it was good talking to you, man, and I'm glad to kind of get that out there and just. Uh, no, no, no. I don't know, man. It's been fun. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see that uh, you're getting a lot of support, and I hope that more people come knocking on your door and want to talk to you a little bit about it because um 
it's something worth talking about. We can't just sweep shit like that under the rug. It's not the way to get things done. You know, I mean, if we're going to try to make any sort of progress, we got to, you know, tackle this stuff head on and, you know, remind people that, you know, the, the whole problem with Nike, the whole problem with Kaepernick is not really a problem. It's just addressing issues that, you know, this country sorely needs to look in the mirror and, you know, say, okay, I don't have to agree with people, but I just, I need to talk with people and uh, get the other side. At least that way we can try to understand each other. And that's, um, that's the that's, that's the best we can hope for. Best we can. That is that's the discourse that we're missing these days. But regardless, man, it was good talking to you. So uh, go ahead and get out of here, and uh, we'll talk soon uh, offline. Thanks for uh, being a part of my uh, my comeback episode. As choppy as it was, I'm even using a new recording program. So hopefully uh, the the quality of the uh, of the audio shows up pretty good. Again, listeners, bear with me. It's a it's a growing uh, process here, but. Just uh, a lot of uh, little changes that I got to work out on my end, and uh, my one-man operation will do it as best as I can. So, uh, thanks to all of you for listening. Thanks to Ryan Snow, uh, and you guys stay tuned. You can follow me on Twitter at MostOKSPod. Follow me on Instagram too at MostOKSPodcast. I've been getting really into that, and I'm really loving my Insta Story feature. That's been kind of fun. So, uh, get on both of those. Uh, the Facebook thing is pretty much not something I'm going to focus on because it's a cesspool and the Russians will probably hack it. So, uh, Ryan, thanks again, buddy, man. Uh, and we'll, we'll keep in touch and, uh, write some more emails. (laughs) All right, man. Well, I'll talk to you later. Sounds good, buddy. Take care. There it is. There's Ryan Snow. There's myself. Good conversation. A lot of ground covered there. Really pleased that we were able to do that. And I uh, look forward to doing it again in the future. I know it's been uh, a long time, guys, and I'm going to try to be better at making sure new material is dropped. But being uh, being solo can be a little bit of a challenge. And uh, getting my wife to go on the record is uh, sometimes a difficult challenge. So uh, hopefully she'll be volunteering. I know that a lot of people still want to see her come back and do some more uh, shows with us. So I'll twist her arm a little bit and see what we can come up with. You guys are great. Uh, be sure to follow me on Instagram if you haven't already. I'm really loving the Insta story feature. That's so much fun. You can put stickers and GIFs and all sorts of good stuff on there. Uh, but I am at Most OKS Podcast on the gram. And then, of course, on Twitter, at Most OKS Pod. And uh, maybe you'll get back around to doing something with the website here in the future. But not really sure where we're going to go with that for now. Facebook's just kind of trash anyway. So, uh that's just going to be left alone. But the website, yeah, I think if things uh, take off or there becomes a need to kind of document more source material, things like that, it will, uh, it will serve a good purpose. So, all right, guys, until next time, I'm Clay. This is the most okayest podcast. You guys are the greatest and look forward to, uh, you know, hearing from all you guys. If you want to email me, you can definitely do that too. If you've got something more long form other than just doing a DM, uh, go ahead and email me at most podcast at gmail. Looking forward to hearing from all of you lovely, lovely people. Hope you're doing well. Catch you next time.